Hello, and welcome to the Productivity Podcast. Today I'm joined by a Landini Linguini, a fellow podcast host, host of Linguini's Dough. It's a very interesting podcast. Uh, how are you today? I'm doing fine. Thank you for asking. Um, I'm pleasured to be here, um, Bryson. Uh, so yeah, I have a podcast. It's called Linguini's Dough. I usually talk about productivity. Um, sometimes I mix it up with other stuff because dough can be baked into many things. So there's that. Well, so today I, I thought we would talk about like personal product projects and motivation. Um, it's certainly something you have experience with. Yes. I very much can struggle with it. Um, I mean, everyone does and it's like that. I just, I know for me, that's one of the reasons I focus on productivity is because I know I struggle with it and I try to find ways to overcome it. So, yeah. And with that, do you like, since you, uh, you know, you mentioned that like everybody struggles with that and that's obviously true. What, what do you think are like some basic ideas for, you know, getting people motivated, getting people out there and to start working on whatever they want to do? Uh, well, you got to work on your mindset. Because when you have the mindset of, I can't do this, even even if you actually think you can't do it, by having that mindset, it really does restrict you. Um, it's A lot of it's just going to be going down to actually taking the discipline along with the mindset. And do not think of it as, I know this is about motivation, but never think of it as motivation that will get you to do what you want to do. Motivation will never be what gets you doing it. It's discipline. It's the mindset of, I have to get this done. It's like, we go to work because we have to. So some things, if you just want that to change in your life, you have to do. And that's one of the most annoying pieces of advice anyone likes to hear because, yeah, you, I sometimes I don't want to do that. And sometimes I have no energy for that. But sometimes you just have to push through that barrier that there is. Yeah, and... I mean, do you think there's like some advantage to, you know, clearly wanting to do things makes you, you know, more motivated to do, do them? Have you ever like considered the difference between exactly that, you know, telling yourself, hey, I could not do this, but I want to. Like I'm putting my time into this for a reason and I'm going to get something out of it. Weirdly enough, I think the stuff that you like doing, you a lot of the times we have less of a reason to do it. And that's one of the reasons I've struggled with motivation in the past. So it kind of depends because for some people, yeah, if they like a lot of programmers, they like programming and they will much rather do that than laundry. And that makes sense. It lines up. But a lot of the times there's those times where you're with people that you like, not people you like, where you're doing something you like doing but to keep repeating that and get the motivation for it, it makes you, it's not that you don't want to do it. It's that you just don't do it, I guess. I don't know if that even makes sense, but it's just kind <laughs> no, of like, no, that makes sense. Like you, like schoolwork, you, you definitely work on that. And well, you know, sometimes, um, but it's something that you're more aware of. Like I have to do this versus something that you like doing or want to do because you don't need to do it. So I guess it's like a need and want type of thing. Uh, but again, I would make the argument that, you know, you do want to do it because the consequences of not doing it are, you know, take for instance, like with your homework example, I, I wouldn't uh, want to avoid doing my homework because then it would ruin my grades. 
Mm-hmm. And if I College. want good grades, therefore I want to do the work. Yeah. I'm I'm in agreement with you on that too. It, it could just be, it's just hard to convince yourself of that. Is that what you're saying? Yes and no. It's kind of like, there's a lot of things where I, it's, it's just, oh, what's an easy example? Okay. So, you know, as a kid, how everyone's like, oh, you're so gifted, yada, yada, yada. Because of that, a lot of the times as you get older, you lose the skill of actually being able to do it um, because you were just always told you were good at it. So you stop trying to improve yourself. I guess it's kind of that, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And so for you, like your personal project, right, is, I mean, there's a bunch of different things. You do stop motion, uh, you know, I guess videography, and, you know, you do your podcast. And with that, how has that changed your outlook, if it's changed it at all? Okay, so that's that's actually a good point. So um, the reason I started, let's just go back to why I started this podcast. Um, basically, I'm, I kind of bottle up my emotions a lot. It's unhealthy, and I'm trying to work on it. Um, but so I was like, I need, I'm going to make a podcast that way. It's a good way I can learn to express my feelings more and just what I think. Um, so going back to that, even before that, I had the stop motion channel, and I got burnt out from that. And... That's why I went to a podcast because I was listening to podcasts. I'm like, these are really cool. So uh, it's changed me in a lot of ways because for one, like guests that I have anxiety. So just being knowing that I'm talking to people that I don't even know, um, it's kind of an achievement. And um, let's see. But yeah, also just with goals, because when I burn out from stop motion, which was before the podcast, I... I wasn't doing any of my personal projects for a while. And it, like I wanted to, like I still want to finish one of these projects. It was called Battle for Brickma. Um, I have not gotten to that point and I don't think I ever will, sadly. But this podcast was kind of a way for me to have a goal, like once a month at least. And just whatever, like whatever I wanted to talk about. It was just something that was keeping my mind active, I guess. Um, yeah. And I mean, with those you know, projects you mentioned, like stop motion, I can imagine it'd be super easy to get burnt out on it. That's hard. And that's time consuming. The grind it took for stop motion, it was like, I got to move every little character, every little thing. For those that don't know, stop motion is you take a picture, you move the, you take a picture of like a toy, you move the toy just a little bit and rinse and repeat until eventually it makes like an animation. And it looks, it looks pretty cool, but it takes a lot of time and patience. Yeah, and I mean, so if there's anyone I know who's who can really uh, attest to creating some kind of personal project that's just a behemoth. I mean, even a five-minute, you know, stop-motion film can take so many hours to make. Mm-hmm. Especially once you start getting to that stage where you want to perfect it, and then that kind of makes it so you never end up releasing it. And yeah. on top of that, I was doing school, so that so- never helped. <laughs> So with that, like, what did you get out? I mean, even though, you know, you said that you got burnt out and you didn't quite finish or whatever, I mean, th- that still had to have some value to you, right? Like, what, what did that do for you, that um, effort, that work? So I, before this podcast, I didn't have goals. And this podcast changed me in a way that now I have goals. I want to interview people. I want to be on people's podcasts, like the Productivity Podcast. Um so in the sense, it gave me that. And then just over time, especially in these last two months, um, I won't go into detail to, as to why specifically these last two months have been better. But 
Um, yeah, it's just, it's got me more goal oriented. Um, I've been looking for goals outside of just the podcast too. And so there's that as well. There's that as well. Sorry. Um, let's see. So yeah, there's that. It just changed me. And like, I actually have goals now. And for a long time, I was not having goals, especially because when I started this podcast, I was in 11th grade and I this was the only goal that I've kept consistent and the, really the only goal I've had for a long time. And I wasn't expecting it to go anywhere. It was just enough goal to release one episode a month. I don't know if that... So that's just how it's changed me, I guess. It kept me with a goal. Yeah. And like, how do those goals, you know, help you as a person? Have you uh, found that you're more, you know, directive in what you want to do? Do you want to, you know, keep pushing further or, I mean, what... How how they helped? Yeah, definitely. So they they help in a lot of ways because instead of lazily putting something together, I actually seek for improvement. I seek for improvement, and it teaches me to seek for improvement outside of areas of just the podcast, like spending time with family, for example. Because I am a busy person; like I have a full time job and um just a big family, and sometimes it's hard to balance between the two plus my hobbies. So. It got me to focus on goals like family, the podcast, and look for areas I can improve the podcast in where um, stuff like that, I guess. Yeah, look for your priorities and optimize them. Yes. Oh, and then also long-term goals. That's something that I've really struggled with a lot of the times. Like I invest to in, into a retirement account and I'm like, well, what if I die before then? And isn't this just pointless waste of money? Um, but it actually has helped me with by getting more short-term goals to bring more long-term into my life. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> Th- those two people separate a lot, but they really are connected. Mm-hmm. And my yeah. best advice would be, oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh no, that separation, it can really lead you to uh, ignoring the long-term or ignoring the short-term when really either one, if you ignore is going to be absolutely pointless to do either. Mm-hmm. A nice, simple balance. (laughs) And with that, you know, when you're trying to do this um, balancing of goals and tasks and things, is there anything in in particular that's really helped with that? Um, Like kind of like the process of like, like if I were to write down goals or. Yeah. I mean, um, do, do you have any specific details that might help other people, you know, like yourself, people who are busy, you know, they have full time jobs, everything like that. Mm-hmm. So part of it is I'm kind of like the person that doesn't like to be a follower, more of a leader. So just not wanting to work full time. That was a, or just not wanting to work for someone. That's always an easy motivation, but more so than that, um, there's actually a Chrome or Firefox extension I used. It's called momentum. And this has a checklist on it. Um, this would be more for short term goals and, um, this actually helps me immensely because otherwise I'll forget the stuff I need to get done. So there was that, that helped with goals as well. Oh, I should, okay. I should probably tell you. So about two months ago, I was diagnosed with depression and taking antidepressants actually helped me, uh, reach my goals a lot. I'll admit because yeah. I mean, yeah. definitely focusing on your health, you know, that's a huge deal. Mm-hmm. That's definitely an important thing. So. If you're Googling the symptoms of what you mental illness you might have, definitely go see a professional. They can help, even though it's hard to open up about it. Um, 
I mean, with productivity, I mean, your health is a huge deal, right? I mean, those tie together intimately. If you ignore your health, you're not going to make it far enough to be productive. No, it's definitely very restrictive if you're letting your mental health, uh, or even your physical health too, any health. They're, They're all connected. And so with that, you know, with these systems and everything that you've implemented, has that, um, has that really changed your outlook on like motivation at all? So before, right, you didn't have as hard of goals and you didn't have as much of a system and with focusing, you know, on your mental health more, you know, seeing a professional, that's great. How, how has that changed everything for you? Um, well, it actually makes me motivated to reach that goal, I guess, because yeah. a lot of the times it's like, why would I try going and reaching that goal? There's like, there's so many, like just podcasts, for example, there are so many podcasts. It is a competitive market and it's hard because people listen on their commute to work or it's just, it's not as easy to find like a TikTok where people just scroll through mindlessly. So yeah, it kind of just helped me with um like actually well like actually working on it and then as well just seeing hey this can actually do well if i put effort towards it this will i don't want to say make me happier but it's just been kind of a nice i don't know a nice push forward yeah so with that like using this new you know experience that you have I mean, you've been focusing on all sorts of things. You do these 30-day challenges that I always find very interesting to hear about on your podcast. <laughs> they're, they're very rooted in habit, right? You do some kind of habit or some kind of full thing for 30 days and see how it influences your life. Well, which one of these has been like the most uh, interesting or influential on you? Or even just fun, really? I'm, I'm curious. So the most influential, okay, well, okay, yeah. So the most influential um, was probably the black and white. I put my computer screen and my phone in black and white. I'm not doing that challenge again, but it does teach you a lot, especially liking the color blue. You will love the color blue afterwards. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it just kind of taught me like, yeah, my phone or computer, they're interesting, but look outside that, look at stuff from a different angle and try to appreciate what's around you more. And that was kind of influential to me. Like, now I can appreciate a sunset photo that's in black and white, which most people I don't think would. Yeah, I mean, that's really interesting because when you say that at a surface level, I don't think it would mean anything. (laughs) My first thought is, oh, that would just be a a goofy thing. But, you know, you mentioned that you would start looking at your devices very differently. Can you Mm -hmm. go more into that? Because, I mean, that's, that's very interesting. So, for example, like video games, um, when they're in color, it's this amazing experience um, versus when it's in black and white, you're like, well, is this worth my time? Um, It just makes you kind of think about what you're doing, and it makes it a lot staler to even do it, you know? Yeah, I mean, it changes the psychology of it completely because instead of being enticed by these bright, you know, colors, you're purely thinking about it in a very analytical way Mm -hmm. and really every company is trying to get you addicted to their device addicted to their their social media which i could also reference to another challenge i've done twice (laughs) um which was a social media diet which i think is the most important uh challenge you can ever do doesn't even have to be a challenge it could be a lifestyle change because being off social media it is very healthy and 
not everyone will agree, I guess, but I think for the most part, people can agree because there's the constant, you look for attention for likes, um, you compare yourself to others, and the amount of time that gets spent on it, and it makes you kind of unmotivated because they're doing so well, so why do I need to do this well? Yeah, and you build that sort of imposter syndrome. You're like, wow, I'm mm-hmm. not that. Reddit's okay, though. Reddit's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. What else? Um, so, yeah, just that with the black and white, with it being influential, just it just changes how, like, I always appreciate color now. And just every, I, I always make it a goal to just appreciate what's around me, to live in the moment, not just live on the screen. So that was kind of my mindset behind that. Yeah, um, and, and looking deeper than the color, you know, it's it's very interesting how you can get drawn in with, with just colors, you know, how that can be such a big deal. Mm-hmm. You know, small things like that that we don't really pay attention to, they can really affect us in a big way. Yeah, they can. And you don't even realize till it's gone, which is the other reason I go with 30-day challenges is because, yeah, everything could be great. I could live my life normally, like, there's no problem with that. But when you do put challenges or something new, change, something that you can just be like, oh, I can appreciate that a little more now that I tried this. And it's kind of my motivation but behind the 30-day challenges. Yeah. If I mean, if with these experiences of these challenges, you know, you've, you've done a, a number of different things. But what also interested me is the challenges that you didn't complete, specifically the minimalism challenge. I thought was pretty interesting. Your comments on that. Would would you mind expanding on that? Yes. Yeah, so um, for those that don't know, the minimalism challenge was a 30 day challenge on, it was from oh, what's his name? Matt Vella. He made a movie. And at the end, he's like on the first day, get rid of one thing. Second day, get rid of two things. Third day, get rid of three things up until 30 days. Um, I found out I'd, I only made it about halfway, which is still surprising because that was a lot of things I got rid of. Um, but with that challenge, I stopped because I was like, this isn't this isn't even what minimalism is. Cause, so that was the first approach I had. It was like minimalism is just keeping the stuff you value. You don't necessarily have to own nothing, but owning what you value, that's minimalism. So I felt like the challenge was wrong in that aspect. And then yeah. as well, as it was just so bad for me to just get rid of so many things like... I shouldn't have been questioning some of the things I was throwing away. Um, let me think of an example. Uh, oh, it's been a while since I did this. I know a lot of the stuff I threw away was good. Um, but I know I was considering throwing away my Legos, and I, I still do from time to time, but those have a special place in my heart, and I'm like, I value those, so why get rid of them? Why do this challenge that might make my life worse in the long run? Exactly, because like minimalism, it's based on, you know, getting value out of the things you have, not necessarily having less things. Mm-hmm. Which is a huge, misconce- kind of the huge misconception. So with that, I mean, you know, you got rid of all these things and some things that you, you know, didn't want to get rid of, it sounds like. Mm-hmm. I mean, have you continued to, you know, take this approach of, you know, actual minimalism, you know, real minimalism into your real life at all? Yeah, so um, so I do it in two different aspects. There's my physical bedroom, which I essentially live in, and that is not as minimalist. Like, it doesn't look minimalistic. It is clean somewhat, but I just have a lot of stuff, and so it kind of doesn't look like it, but I do only keep the stuff I value, and I don't really like physical gifts anymore. Um, 
And then there's digital minimal, minimalism. Ugh, I can't speak. Um, <laughs> so my so in March I broke my Android phone on accident, and then I decided I'll switch to iPhone, which honestly they're pretty nice. Um, but with that, I hated the iPhone interface because it had all those apps on the front. So what I did to like iPhone was I had to get rid of all the apps on the front screen, except for the four at the bottom row. And then I switched my wallpaper to a black wallpaper. And then, then I liked iPhone. I'm like, wow, this is nice. Um, <laughs> so sometimes it's digital decluttering for minimalism, just seeing only what you need. So for me, it's Discord, the messaging app, the camera, and I think it's the phone. Let's see. I have my phone right here. Oh, no, Firefox. <laughs> So you I don't turn iOS phone. into Android. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so there's that aspect, and then I guess just file management. But um, but with my room, uh, like I don't like it when people just give me physical stuff anymore just because I'm not going to use it. Unless I specifically buy it, I don't use it because I have a specific purpose for specific things. So it, like I have a desktop right here, and bunch of other techie gear because i'm a tech nerd and i only buy the tech stuff that i find valuable i don't like getting the cheap stuff that is overall not going to help me or i'm not going to use because then it just adds up and to me i don't see a purpose to it so yeah that's just my instant one, one really great item rather than a bunch of garbage ones yep that exactly uh, through all this um you know turmoil with your podcasts, you know, mental health, and a bunch of different things. You've probably, you've learned quite a bit, I can imagine. Mm -hmm. With that, you know, you've had these changes that have improved your life in some way. If someone were to ask you how they could improve their lives through something simple, what would you say? It, um, that would be to delete social media. That's, that's one of the best things I think anyone can do for their entire livelihood. It's just, and it's hard for me to say that because I post on social media. Like, that's how I market my podcast. Um, but it really is beneficial to your health, your mental health. Yeah, and with that, you said it was the comparisons between you know, yourself and others. Do you so it's a little bit of that, yeah. Yeah, I mean, can keep going because, I mean, there's a bunch of dimensions to this, right? Yeah, and it all depends on the person you are because a lot of people, that that is their main reason it's so bad for them. Um, for me, I spend an enormous amount of, an enormous, uh, an, a more, okay. I spend an unhealthy amount of time on social media and it makes me not want to do anything. I don't know what it is, but I get comfortable and it's just that for me is the main reason I don't like it. And the no notifications, those bug me as well. So yeah, because they intrude, you know, mm -hmm. some people don't mind though. <laughs> <laughs> with that you know it i think it could mess up you know your entire flow of how you work say for instance you know i'm sitting down and i'm editing a podcast if i get notifications through i'm going to keep jumping back and forth between them yeah it's the you, you were just recently on my podcast and we talked about multitasking being bad and that's kind of what that is is you take away your focus to go to that notification and you immediately revert back um I actually used to have an app when I had an Android. It's my one of my favorite Android features. It's called Daywatch or something like that. Sorry. Basically, this app allowed you so that you could choose when you got notifications. So for me, I set it for every hour. 
And aside from like, you can set specific apps to notify you whenever I had to do that. Um, but for the most part, you got notifications every hour. And I felt like that was amazing. Wow. Yeah. That's, that sounds actually fantastic. <laughs> mm-hmm. That was day watch. You said, I think so. Day watch or day wise. I can't remember. It's been since March since I had an Android. <laughs> And, you know, doing all these projects, you know, you're very busy. What does the idea of productivity do for you? And how do you think of it in your daily life? Um, so I'll be real with you. I don't have the healthiest mindset with it because it's very unhealthy. You should not think like this. Um, but so a lot of the times when I'm not productive, I just get that feeling. Or after after like the day of not being productive, I get this feeling like, oh, I wasn't productive. I could have spent my time like this, this, and this. Um, an easier way for people to, that might understand it is like spending money. You're like, oh, I spent my money on this and I could have spent it like this, this, and this. So that's kind of one way I define it. And I'm trying to work on that. That's not a healthy mindset by any means. Um, so yeah, because, you know, breaks and that sort of thing are part of productivity. You have to have them in order to be productive, to prevent that, yeah. like burnout, like you said. Mm-hmm. And burnout is not your friend. <laughs> I can tell you that right now. No, not at all. And, um, uh, you know, since you focus on productivity heavily now in your podcast, is there any specific um, trends you're noticing in productivity that you think are really negative? Do you think that anything stands out as just, you know, bad, bad for people, bad for getting things done. Oh, I got to think about this. Um, definitely are some, I know there's a lot of those productivity videos on YouTube that are absolute garbage that are just really just there for views. Um, my morning routine. Yeah. <laughs> my morning routine. I get up at 3am. Fun fact, <laughs> I did that for a little while. Um, that was for work though, not for like being productive. Um, but no, so just stuff like that. Um, people don't realize that we all work differently. So they go for advice and they try it, but everyone's like, oh, it's so good, but it's not for them. But they keep going with it because everyone else is saying it's good for them. So they're like, oh, this must be good for me. And you realize, hey, this is actually making me less productive. Um, I'm trying to think of a specific example. I just know it happens a lot and people just have a hard time accepting that different methods work for different people. Nothing works the same. Like a lot of people like paper versus digital. I like digital paper to me gets lost and I just don't care about it. Oh, a lot yeah, of people, same, same yeah. for me. <laughs> I, I but there's a lot of for short term things, but mm-hmm. the physical act of writing on paper is nice, but it's just not as organized in my opinion. But for some people, paper is where that's how they get stuff done. Yeah. And you know, the, so you would say that instead of people approaching things from a general perspective, like general productivity tips, they focus too much on the specifics. Yeah. And so specifics, of, you know, like ideas on you know, keeping like a calendar, they focus on what kind of calendar they're going to keep digital or, um, you know, printed paper. Yeah. Kind of like the wrong, um, the wrong aspects of that method. Yeah, that's one of the flaws, too. And uh, finally, is is there any final points you want to make? Yeah, so um, just kind of keep it real. Keep a, Try to keep a balance between everything because 
when you go too much into one thing can lead to burnout. If you go too little into the thing, it can lead to, oh, well, I can't even, you will get a bad mindset and think, oh, I can't even do that because I never do it anyways. Um, don't try to declare things that might be relatively just bad for you because um, it it kind of makes your brain think it's true. It's just kind of a mindset thing. So I think a lot of it's in the mind versus um, just other stuff. And motivation. Don't You're not going to get stuff done based off motivation. It's discipline. It's the actual act of doing it. So when you're like, I'm not motivated to do that, it's not the motivation that matters. It's doing it. That's why I do 30-day challenges is because it makes me do it. I did daily photos. I did it. And there were days I missed, but for the most part, I did it instead of thinking about doing it. So just try to do the act of doing and not the act of thinking about it. Well, thank you very much. Um, it's great to have you on the podcast. Yeah, this is fun, Bryson. Yeah, and if anyone wants to check out um, your podcast, it will be in the description. It's, is there anything you want to say? Linguini's Dough in the description. Landini Linguini on pretty much all the other social media. And yeah, this was a lot of fun. So keep being productive, y'all. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye.